You're listening to the Vital Goddess Podcast, where we explore an empowering and sexy reframe on midlife, menopause, and beyond. I'm your host, Diane Shepard, certified tantric and Taoist sexuality coach with a specialty in the Taoist jade egg practice. I offer a mind, body, spirit, and trauma-informed perspective on Taoist and tantric practices to help you reclaim your pleasure, heal your relationship to your sensuality, tap into the life force power of your sexual energy so that you can embody the goddess you were born to be. Are you tired of feeling like you're being put out to pasture? I have a hunch that you're just getting started. The best is yet to come. You see, from the Taoist perspective, midlife and menopause for women is called second spring. It's meant to be a rebirth, a sexual and spiritual rebirth, an initiation into the richest, most creative and sexiest chapter of a woman's life, if we choose it. And we have a lot more agency than we've been led to believe. You see, our sexual energy is not just about sex. It's the foundation of everything. Our mental and physical health, our creativity, our joy, our overall zest for life, passion, and vitality. I am so thrilled you're here. Welcome to the show. Well, hello there, beautiful. Welcome back to the podcast. It's always such an honor and a privilege to have you here tuning in. I know you have a lot of things going on in your life, and it really means the world to me that you have some time to, you know, tune into this podcast. And if you're brand new to the podcast, so thrilled that you're here checking this out. I hope you find something here for you, useful, supportive, um, inspiring. And I think today you definitely will. I have an amazing guest on the show. Anita Kaiser is a healer a mentor and a guide for entrepreneurs and um, who who really lean towards being very um, highly sensitive, empathic um, healers themselves and really creates beautiful containers of support for um, people to really heal, you know, their, their own trauma so that they could step more brightly and boldly into their mission and do the sacred work they're called to do. Um, Anita is an incredible soul and I have had direct experience of her work and I really wanted to get her on the show. Um, just a real brief note on that because it does connect with the content that we're going to talk about today or the topic. Um, I was having a bit of a, a healing crisis or really like a an old, old thing that I thought I'd handled years ago. And here it is. I was 59 years old. I'm now 60. And this kind of Pandora's box opened up of old wounding and wounding around specifically the feminine and um, my matrilineal line, my relationship with my mother. And it felt really jarring and raw and really caught me off guard. So I was like, I really need some support on this. And I was, you know, connecting a bit with Anita on Instagram. And I was like, hey, <laughs> I need to book with you. And we just had this beautiful experience that she held exquisite space for me with um, a bunch of her healing tools, one of which is um, emotional freedom technique tapping, but so much more than that. It's like, you know, she's she's worn many hats and has lots of experiences like many of us have. Yoga teacher, you know, Reiki practitioner, um, been an entrepreneur. And um, oh, yeah, I can go on and on, but I'm just so thrilled to have you on the show. Anita, welcome. Oh, thank you so much, Diane. I'm so happy to be here. I I love your podcast. I love listening to you and I love your work. So it feels 
like a privilege for me to be sharing space with you today. Oh, thank you so much, Anita. That means the world to me. And um, I know our, our listeners are just going to love um, what you're sharing here today. And, you know, before we hopped on, we we're like, Ooh, what do we talk about? We have so much in common. She's also a priestess, too, by the way, everybody. Um, so like, there's so many directions this conversation could go. And um, we, 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 uh, we talk a lot privately about, you know, the new earth and um, the paradigm shift. And so we thought it'd be really fun to just explore a little bit more about the sacred feminine rising and the sacred masculine and the need for balance and, you know, where we're going with all of this and, um, you know, kind of the mess that was created over the last, what, 5,000, 6,000 years. And I'd love to hear you riff on that a bit, your thoughts on that, what you're seeing come up in your practice and your own journey. Yeah, I'll just open it up for you. So I feel like um, I won't go back as far as five or 6,000 years, <laughs> <laughs> but I will share that in June of last year, I had a moment of um, divine intervention where I was sitting in my garden and all of a sudden I had information come in about the divine feminine, about the divine masculine, and how we are at this point on earth where many of us are so sick of the patriarchy and can see it for what it is and the damage it's caused. And so there is a bit of okay, let's go with the matriarch then mentality. But what we really need is to expand the divine feminine and the divine masculine to create this union. And so at the time, I was like, oh, okay, that's great information, but I didn't really understand what was going on. And then through... Um, through listening to the astrology, through giving myself space, I realized that this was the dark goddess Lilith speaking to me and really guiding me to step into my own divine feminine and um, really feel into that natural law that she is all about. And um so that's been sort of going on for me and part of the balancing of things. Oh, I love that. I, I really love that you brought up Lilith too. Um, the natural, like I think natural and Lilith, those those go together so well. The natural primal feminine, because um, I think what's get, what gets a little misconstrued sometimes when people are talking about the feminine, they it's like this almost cookie cutter version of what the feminine should be or something like it needs to look yeah. like some kind of, com I always say like the old shampoo commercials where the woman's walking on the beach and, and it's like, yeah, that could be part of it. It's beautiful, but like there's so much more. So I think Lilith is such a wonderful archetypal energy to remind us of the, the, the natural order and her fierceness, I think is maybe coming in um, as a demand to do the balancing work, right? Yeah. Yeah, that, that is definitely the huge part of it, right? Because we are told feminine is perfect makeup, perfect hair, perfect outfit. But the feminine also includes wild, you know, are bleeding, like 
a pleasure. And I mean, of course, it's exactly your work, Diane, right? That this is what needs to be awoken. And it's not this feminine fits into this small container. None of us, men or women, fit into this small container. And I think we're at a point now where all are breaking out of the box. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And it's so like what we're talking about here is that archetypal energy that lives in all of us too. You know, like the men in my life have a really beautiful connection to their own sacred feminine energy. And it's something they cultivate and that serves them so well in their relationships with women, right? Like, um, and it's all about really getting that um, self-intimacy, I think, too. We have so much going on that, that, um, maybe conflict that we see out in the world. Um, for me in my own journey, it, it's a lot about like healing that inner conflict between my own yeah. inner inner masculine and inner feminine, which I try to yeah. weave into my work a lot. Like how do we hold space for our own feminine? You know, how are we treating our own feminine? Um, yeah, does that resonate? That was a huge part of my own journey because I came out, you know, in into life. Like when I think about high school and, you know, my earlier years, I was embodying the masculine and not the divine masculine. It was the toxic masculine because that was all I had seen. That was what I thought. This is the only way to be successful in life. This is the program. Get with it. And it felt awful. And completely disconnected me from my essence. Yeah, right. I think we're, yeah, we're taught to really wear that hat of the masculine. If you want to be successful, if you want to make it in the world, if you want, if you even want to survive, let's say, (laughs) you know, you better like, you know, yeah. Um, I had a very similar experience as a young woman and just like, got so tough, you know? And, um, Meanwhile, inside, I was like, like not feeling good at all. Um, and I, yeah, and we're so cyclical too in female bodies. I, I feel that um, that primal wild feminine used to come screaming up for me um, back when I was still menstruating right around before I got my period. She was just like, there's Lilith. <laughs> it's like the natural order of things. And so I would just erupt into this wild creature for a couple of days. And my husband's like, okay. Um, and then we'd go back to the, you know, regular scheduled programming, just like, I'm so nice. (laughs) And the whole thing started really falling apart in menopause when like the veil just drops. You're like, okay, (laughs) I've got to, I got to do some integration here because yeah, these different parts of me want, want to be expressed and it's not all about keeping it under wraps, keeping it together, you know? Yeah. Interesting. It's just so confining. And I think that there are so many women and men in the world who are still in that place where they can't even imagine, oh, I might get to make up my own rules. I might get to decide something different than what has been served to me. (laughs) And that's where the incredible power comes in. Yes. Wow. That is amazing. And I, yeah, when we talk about the, 
Yeah, the, the violent oppression, suppression of the feminine, right, which has everything to do with our sexuality, our sexual energy, our natural, you know, life force. It just sadly makes sense that if, you know, dominator cultures want to come in, that's what they would attack hard, right? Because <laughs> it, it empowers you. And you have that, yes. like we said, that you can really write your own rules and create the life that you know you were born to live, you know? Um, with that energy. Yeah. And I think there is that, the, you know, the sexual, the vital base mm. chakra energy. And then I think the second layer is the emotional, mm. right? The, and both of these things have been wildly repressed mm. in our society. And now, I mean, it is exactly as you said, if, <laughs> If you want to control the people, like if you want a certain program and, you know, that's far beyond my comprehension, but if you were to do that, how would you do that? Hmm. <laughs> right. This, this stopping of uh, our feminine essence of our feminine expression and push all the emotions down and away. Yeah, right. Emotions are such a huge part of it, right? We're not taught um, how to engage with our emotions as a source of wisdom and power. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're seen as like problematic, something to solve, something to control, something to, like you said, repress, suppress, and leads to all kinds of issues, right? Yeah. And then back, circling back to Lilith, I love that, um, you know, she's the one who got kicked out of the Garden of Eden because <laughs> she didn't want to follow the rules, you know, that, the mythology of that is so powerful. And then, of course, she was demonized, um, scapegoated, um, you name it. It was just like all these horrible things that she did, apparently. But it's just like that wild, primal femme energy um, in in all all humans, I think, that really is... <laughs> rising you know it feels like do you see that a lot in your work people coming up with emotional storms and just wild energy or oh yeah and i mean it's definitely um i don't see so much wild energy because my people are you know just beginning to release some stuff right yeah, they're sure, they're sure. at the sort of mid journey but i think um your work is much more when they're where you could actually see that wildness, right? Because it's base yeah. chakra work to really release gotcha. that. Yeah. And you have to do the sacral stuff first or around it, maybe not first, but um, around it. And then there is the freedom to be that wildness, right? Yes, which I, I love your work so much. It focuses, um, and we both focus a lot on this nervous nervous system care and regulation and how important that is, right, to create safe containers to um, allow ourselves to do this healing work, right? Yeah. And this, I think, you know, nervous system regulation, nervous system support, understanding the nervous system this is the primary piece that everyone needs to get an understanding of what's going on with them because so many of us are functionally frozen. 
Yep. <laughs> yep. I remember I commented on a post of yours recently that I said, oh my gosh, I used to be the queen of functional freeze. And it is like a survival mechanism, you know? Yeah. And, you know, people used to say, oh, you're so chill. I'm like, well, actually, <laughs> I'm a little numb. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. This, I think that's such an important point, right? Because for me, I was functionally frozen but more on the anxious side. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of energy always buzzing around, but this inability to actually get things done, like mm -hmm. it's a lot of busy work. Mm -hmm. And then there is the functionally frozen, like you said, where you're more numb, right? And they're both from the outside, they look normal and you know yep. functioning <laughs> but on the inside they don't feel good and that yeah. is not the way we have to live thank you exactly right it's almost like you're living your life behind some kind of glass wall or something yeah that's the way it felt to me too yeah for sure yeah, and you can be doing all the things like driving the kids around to all the events and <laughs> all the things that you need to do and you know but still, yeah, have that kind of freeze going on. Um, yes. And I love that you, um, you know, work with, there's, it seems like so many of your clients have gifts and the sacred work that they really want to put into the world. And it seems like that nervous system support and helping them kind of heal really this internal balance we're talking about with the divine feminine and masculine. Because there's that masculine part of us running a business. We have to put ourselves out there. We have to do these things. We have to show up for that podcast interview. You know, and then <laughs> all the things that you and I do as entrepreneurs. And I can see myself, yeah, it's a part of my masculine there. But I also have to nurture that feminine part of me. And the nervous system care, that's so important um, for clients like yours who are highly sensitive, empathic, which I think I am as well. Um, it becomes even more important. Um, yeah, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, I think um, in this, you said something that I wanted to respond to, and I've sort of uh, somehow lost the thread there. So there was a piece before you talked about the nervous system. Do you remember what you just said what there? What did I say? Balancing our own inner masculine. Uh, yes, this is what it is. This is what it is. So I think there's, you know, as an entrepreneur, there is a certain amount of masculine needed, as you said. But what I see as the way I want to move forward, the way I encourage my clients to move forward, it is having that divine masculine. So it's the ability to do, but without the need to push through, yeah. right? So it is more in line with the flowing energy of the divine feminine and a softening of the rules, right? Because even in business, we have to do things. There are things that need to be done. You named a bunch of them. But they can be done in this embodied, softer way. And this has been my journey yeah. to find that balance where it feels like I'm flowing rather than 
I'm pushing with all my might to get yeah. somewhere that somebody else told me I had to be, you know? 100%. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that kind of inner um, alchemy in the sense of like, how do we find that sweet spot for us? And it's so unique to all of us too, right? Yeah, I think that, you know, you know, in the patriarchy, for sure, we get conditioned, as we said earlier, as young girls, we, we toughened up real quick. And actually, an astrologer that I followed for years, I love her. She always, she's one of those people that just is so quotable, quotable. But <laughs> she said, you know, when, when Venus is absent, Mars runs rampant. And I think that's, for me, it felt like such an internal experience of that, where my Mars was out there doing stuff in the world and like killing it and slaying the day. And yet, the rampantness was exhausting me, you know, <laughs> it's just like, wow, without that internal balance of, yeah, does this feel good? Or how can I bring more pleasure into this day? Or yeah, do you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think this is so um, valuable what you just said. And and I think like, if you look at the corporate world, right, the, the few, the small grouping of women that get moved up you know, or, you know, work to, to get to the top. I think many, if not most of them are missing that combination, right? They're feeling unfulfilled because the divine feminine, all the feminine has been blocked. Mm. And so like, I'm sure you see that with your clients. And certainly I see that with lots of entrepreneurs in the world. Yes, like that tendency too to override the body, which is very Lilith, right? Lilith about the natural, like, for example, just before I hopped on this call with you, my feet were cold and just was like, wait a minute, I'm going to take time to put socks on, you know, <laughs> like those little things really make a difference on how our our body feels like she, I'll say she can trust us, you know, because yeah. we're always overriding. Like when you have to go to the bathroom, we've all had this experience. Yeah. Like you get in work mode and you're just like, I'm fine. I'm going to push through, push through, push through. And not that that's, you know, there's maybe times in life where that's necessary, but not if you do it all chronically, it becomes really <laughs> detrimental, I think, you know? That actually, it reminds me of a girlfriend that you know, I don't see any more these days. And, you know, she's a lawyer. I think maybe she's a judge now. But I remember in our 20s and early 30s, she was always, you know, going, there's so much pressure and like she wouldn't go to the bathroom all day. And, wow. you know, that was a badge of honor for her. And right, right. You know, I think what you just said about trusting our body, like her body is not believing anything she's going to say now, right? <laughs> like, how could it? You lied to me. I, I told you we had to go to the bathroom and you ignored me, you know? Right, right. You have to take the time to rebuild that trust then. Absolutely. Yes. And just that little by little, when we start to listen to the body, I feel like the body starts to respond. And then we're like, oh, we're in conversation again, you know? Yeah. And again, yeah, I think it has a lot to do with the, from my my perspective, I use the language of masculine and feminine, like how can we, you know, really tune in and care for, <laughs> take responsibility, yeah. take responsibility mm -hmm. for, um, yeah, our body's needs and wanting to thrive. Yeah. And that is the truth. I just want to like, um, 
bold letters, right? Mm. Our body wants to be in homeostasis. Like that is what we want. Always, always. (laughs) Good. Well, that's probably actually a cool segue into, I know you just created a new course, which I'm so excited about. And it's all about the wounded feminine, which I think is a really important topic and it's going to serve so many people. Um, So I'd love to hear more about that. Yeah. So I'm super excited about it. It's, um, you know, just a small little mini course, a half an hour broken into five smaller, easy to digest pieces, um, just a bit of information and then really practical working through of things. So in my own life, as we mentioned, you know, I really struggled to connect with that feminine energy. And I had a lot of problems with women throughout my life where there was a constant, um, I mean, when I look back now, it felt like people were always threatened by me, by whatever I was doing. And You know, some of that, of course, is I am a a change maker. There is disruption when you come into my world. That is part of the awakening process. But I think, you know, it's also the, the patriarchy that has taught us the only way forward is competition. And as women, we want to collaborate. The divine feminine wants connection, community, collaboration. And so this course is to create that safe container within us to begin that journey of feeling safe with the feminine. Wow. Powerful. Oh my gosh, I love that. And because I'll just share a little personal, personally here, the work I did with you, I feel that that wounding around the wounded feminine for me was possibly the biggest thing that was holding me back at that point in my business as well. You know, and you just helped me kind of unravel that a bit. So it's like, wow, it's so, I love how it's all woven into the the work you're doing and how that can really, even if we don't want to admit it, can really keep us from moving forward to feeling safe to be seen. And if I mean, I've had a lot of experiences in my life too of getting attacked, sadly, by women when I was stepping into my power where, you know, you start to shine your light and I see this come up with some of my clients too. We've had great conversations about this. Um, you know, you start to shine and, you know, there, there are definitely women that are inspired and be like, Ooh, I want what she's having. Let's talk, you know, that, which is so beautiful. And that's, I think how it should go ideally, but quite often if, um, a woman doesn't feel that that's accessible to her, she can go into like attack mode and, you know, it's it's very very can be very incredibly painful. And um, I just had this conversation the other day, and one of my teachers, Minka DeVos, um, would always say like, "Your radiance is your best protection." So I just wanted to share that because mm-hmm. I love that because it's so 
easy to collapse when those things happen. And you might need to for a while to, you know, pull back into your cave and rejuvenate and come back out again for sure. But get support. My gosh. You know, get another woman who gets it by your side, get a wing woman. And um, but it's like really radiance is the only answer going forward, I feel, because it's like yeah. You guys got to keep shining and um, getting stronger. And I love that you're, you're emphasizing safety, creating containers of safety with the feminine so people can really build that foundation that's so necessary, you know? Yeah. And I think, um, you know, it's men and women yeah. that need that safe container. And I... Um, when I first started making the course, of course, my primary clientele is women. And so I thought I was making it for women. And then as I was doing the final touches, I had some information come in that I was like, oh my gosh, this is valuable for men as well. And, you know, because it's a do it yourself at home, not a lot of time, it's so accessible for everyone, right? I love that. Yes. And I can see how that would weave into the work I do too. You know, it's like for a guy to feel more comfortable with the feminine is really key to intimacy, right? Like, and yeah, yeah. Th their own emotional landscape and allowing all of all of those things. Yeah. Oh, God. Beautiful. And I, I think that the big piece, right? You know, depending on how tuned in you are with your own emotional state, we think we feel safe. I mean, as women, we all know there are certain rules that, you know, within those rules, you're relatively safe. But, you know, if you want to walk outside your door at midnight, most of us think twice about this, right? For sure, yeah. But this, this ability to feel safe and um I think until you actually start to look at it, you don't even realize what is actually happening. Mm, yeah, it becomes so normalized. That would just, oh, that's just my my default way of being. And it puts us into this constant vigilance, right? Yeah. That, that could be so exhausting. And, um, yeah. and really, we want to put this energy th to our creative work, not be stuck in those loops. Yeah. Oh well, and that, you know, survival to thrival, right? Like you mm. can't thrive if you're stuck in survival mode. It's what? just not possible. 100%. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. How do we come out of fight, flight, fawn and freeze, <laughs> get into that more chill place when we choose, like being able to toggle, have the tools, which I love you teach people such yeah. tangible tools. Yeah. You know, how do we get the skills to, um, we do this in my work too, the skills to really seriously downregulate the nervous system so we haven't felt experience of what it feels like to be present. And yeah, and I, I think that's, um, you know, that's a real priority for me. We are so up in our mind all the time. And certainly, you know, on the socials, I give education, right? We need to understand the education. But in this course, there's very little education and much more practical yeah. so that you can bring it into the body because this is what we need. Yes. Having that, yeah, that direct experience of, yeah, okay, now I I feel my own calm. <laughs> Thank you, Anita. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, there's so many other topics I'd love to talk to you about, but um, yeah, I guess that might be a good, what, what's the name of your course? Um, Healing Wounded Feminine. Perfect. 
We will absolutely link it in the show notes and um, definitely share it with the men in your life too. My, my uh, women who are listening, that would be so awesome for them as well, I'm sure. And is there anything else that you want to add to that, Anita? I don't think there's anything else that needs to be added. This was uh, such a beautiful conversation. I so enjoyed having this with you today, Diane. And I hope that the listeners feel inspired and supported and encouraged. Oh, beautiful. No doubt they will. Yeah. Well, thank you again so much for being here. And again, um, I'll link all of Anita's, um, you know, her website. She's a great follow on Instagram. If you are on Instagram, some of the most beautiful content I've seen out there and um, just really, really well done. So we'll make sure we link that in the show notes as well. Thanks again, Anita. Looking forward to um, connecting more and, and learning more from you. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you're resonating with what I'm sharing here on the show, I have a free offer that I think you're going to absolutely love. It's called Shakti Core Breathwork Journeys. This is a free membership. And when you sign up, you'll get instant access to a whole bunch of content on how to really use the power of your breath to get a deeper embodiment of your sacred feminine energy. So this is definitely a feminine spiritual practice. So I have a whole bunch of content for you. When you join, you can learn all about the breath and how I use it in my work to really support women in opening to more pleasure, right? Really um, coming into a space of being able to receive more pleasure, a deeper connection to sensuality, and um, how to really open and express more of your own unique beauty, your unique radiance, your light, and you get a deeper connection on how to use the breath to connect more deeply to your desires, your passion, and the full range of your emotional palette, and also your unique expression of love. So if that speaks to you, I would absolutely love to see you in there. I'm stoked to share the content with you, but even more than that, I'm really excited to guide you on live breathwork journeys, which will be happening twice a month in that space. So the link is in the show notes to sign up. I hope to see you there. And if you have a woman or women in your life that you know would benefit from what I'm sharing here on the show, please, sharing is caring. So pass it on. I would so appreciate that. All right. That's all for now. I'll catch you next time. Take care.